Every day, over 350,000 new variations of malware hit the web. And while most organizations have attempted to mitigate these attacks, many antivirus and firewall technologies that worked in the past are no longer effective. Rocket IT helps you identify and update outdated technologies and processes that put your business at risk. To learn more about how Rocket IT can help protect your organization, click the link in this episode's description. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Thrive, y'all. I'm your host, Jessica Clayton, and I'm the marketing coordinator here at Rocket IT. Today, I have Brian Mulligan joining me. Brian, thank you so much for your time. Hey, Jessica, thanks for having me on. So Brian is the president of Applied Information. This organization is also known as IATL. And so for some of our viewers who may not have ever heard of your organization, can you tell us what you do? Yeah, sure. Try and keep it short. The Applied Information is a technology company based here in Alpharetta with offices around the world. And But what we do is we focus our technologies on Internet of Things related to the what we call the surface transportation sector. So what that is is traffic lights and school beacons and all this equipment you see flashing away in the background behind me here is is all the surface transportation equipment. And then what the IATL is, the Infrastructure Automotive Technology Laboratory, and it's obviously a play on the the IATL or the ATL being based here in Atlanta. And what this is a place is when the, where the auto companies and the technology companies and the infrastructure companies can get together and, and test out all this new technology, which is appearing in the cars and appearing in the roadways. Wow. So I, I take it that your company is pretty much helping kind of incorporate more of the hybrid electric vehicles and getting it onto the streets? Correct. So the, the, the future of transportation is electric connected and autonomous. And so our main focus is on the connected side, which is that your car is connected to the infrastructure so that it won't ever run a red light before. You won't overtake a school bus with the stop arm out. You won't speed in a school zone and things like that. It will also tell you, and everybody's distracted. I know you wouldn't, and I know I wouldn't check your texts while you're sitting at a traffic light. But, but other people do. And so what the traffic light needs to you know, say through the speakers of your car, get ready for green so that you can say, oh, put your phone down and, and pay attention to start driving again. These are all the convenience and safety applications which are going to make the, the roads and our transportation network that much safer. Well, okay. So I think that I can see how, you know, even with all the busy intersections, all the, you know, there's a lot of cars on the road. I can definitely see how, you know, it's important for each of these vehicles to communicate with each other. And I think that that's an important part of it too, correct? Correct, correct. I mean, we we can prevent, you know, rovers from driving into rocks on Mars. And so you think we'd be able to prevent cars from driving into each other. And so that all lies ahead of us. Mm -hmm. I'm making it sound simple. It is more complicated than looks. But, But... as transportation moves from electric to connected to autonomous, that this modernizing this, the infrastructure 
So that, uh, so for example, there's all sorts of low-hanging fruit that we do. And a key one is getting paramedics to citizens in need. And so when the traffic's bad and the paramedic comes out of the firehouse heading on a, on a call and he fights his way through the traffic, fights his way through the, 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 the traffic intersections, all of that, there's a better way of doing it. And that's where connected vehicle technology comes in, is the fire truck's connected to all the traffic lights ahead. And what they do is they flush all the traffic out, then they all turn, turn green. Mm-hmm for him and that saves a minute in on average our data shows in response and so for heart attack stroke accident victims when the medical help arrives a minute earlier and interestingly Mm -hmm. enough even for opioid victims when all the paramedics carry the antidote and so when they get to 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 to, these time critical emergencies a minute earlier we save a number of of lives. And all that's deployed here in Alpharetta, Sandy Springs, and, and Marietta, various other places here in North Atlanta, where we're actually showing this technology in action, saving people's lives today. Wow. And so how do you get partners on board with the information to kind of spread it out to more communities? Oh, that's the $64,000 question. And it, go, <laughs> and, it, and it goes like this. The, the first challenge is to get access to market. And so access to market we do through channel partners and distributors. And so what those guys are, and, and girls are already doing is talking to every traffic engineer in the nation. So there are 10,000 cities, counties, and states that buy, operate, and maintain traffic equipment. So we've got access to all of them. And that's how we, through outreach and, and, and through demonstrations, actually, on our very successful cities that are already using the technology, get more, you know, more folks to realize, yeah, this is the way of the future. Mm-hmm. But it leads into a slightly bigger and more complicated problem. And that is this, is that how do you achieve change in a community and environment that needs change, but is absolutely resistant to change? Now, that's a problem that's not only in transportation, but many aspects of mm-hmm. Of, of life, but we're focused on technology and transportation. And, and so what we, what we do is it's on the basis of showing people, and that's what the IATL is all about, is people can come and drive autonomous vehicles and come and drive connected vehicles, come and drive electric vehicles, and see firsthand, because the experience is quite different to even me telling you about it. Oh, it sounds pretty cute mm-hmm. you know, when you're told about it, but when you drive in a fire truck, you drive by with, with this technology in action. You see how calm the traffic is while the fire truck's responding to an emergency seat. So, for example, one of our local cities here has had the, uh, this kind of technology for the last four years. They haven't had a single crash between an emergency responder and a member of the public in those f- four years. So this is the technology actually working, all, de- all, all, all developed here at the IATL and and, and it applied information and sent out into the market. That's an incredible stat to kind of show other communities, hey, it's actually working and it's, it's actually flourishing. Correct, correct. And, and so what you do is there are early adopter cities, then the medium adopter and late adopter cities, and, and some you know, cities and, and folks are just completely resistant to change. 
<laughs> well, there's nothing you can really do about that except wear them out over a period of time True. just with performance. Then the early adopter cities, and those cities have demonstrated the cost savings and the life savings. And, uh, and the reason why it's cost saving is that when you're trying to, just the simple case of trying to get a paramedic to a citizen in need, they all need to have achieved certain response times. And if you can't achieve that response time because the traffic's bad, you need to build a new firehouse. <laughs> so the technology saves brick and mortar and, and labor costs of, of building more firehouses by flushing out the traffic. And, and that's just one easily understood example about how technology can actually save money as well as save lives. Very true. You mentioned, you know, not just, you know, the human aspect of, hey, you get there faster by not having to deal with all those red lights or, you know, citizens kind of getting in the way, but also, you know, it can pave the way for even more connected vehicle technology to come into play too. Correct. Because as we like to say, when everything's connected to everything, it changes everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's one of the things that the internet taught us is that when you connect things, people come along and deliver applications on top of those technologies. And so it's, you know, so once you've now got the fire trucks equipped and the intersections equipped and the intersections are talking to you, telling you when the lights are going to change, and you know you're sitting at a, a, in the traffic and you have, whoa, 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 and there's an emergency vehicle, and you go, where's it coming from? Mm -hmm. And so windows with cars, the cars are better insulated from sound and things like that. So now your car needs to speak to you and say, emergency vehicle approaching from behind or from the right, right or from the left. Because all of these things are done on top of this, this connectivity. And now with, with you know, 5G and, and, and your cell phones being ubiquitous, everything's connected to everything. And it's up to companies like ourselves and others to deliver applications using these radios and using these technologies. Very true. And so are there any government regulations that you have to fall within? Yes number in all kinds of areas, but the, the government regulation is not by itself a problem. There, there, there's some basic standards and things, but those are relatively minor. What, what's a more fundamental challenge is that, and I'm not knocking the government, even though I am sort of, is that all this, the roads are all designed, operated, and maintained <laughs> by government entities. Mm -hmm. whether it be the inter interstates, the arterials, the local roads, your subdivision roads. They're all maintained by, by, a, by a government entity. And, and, and that business of achieving change and getting government entities to embrace technology and, and embrace change is, ju is just very difficult. And, mm -hmm. and, but, the, but there are a number of early adopter cities and then the medium adopter cities in the rest of the world follows those early adopter cities. So our role is to empower the early adopters, people who want to make a change, people who are ready to make a change, empower those folks to make change. And that's what the IATL is all about, is that this is where you, can, where you can come and see what change looks like and you can experience. And then it's not so scary. Well, you know, I mean, I mean you can come drive around in an autonomous car. It will frighten you to death for the first 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. But after that, it seems how else would the world work that the cars would drive themselves or didn't drive into things in front of you and, and so forth. So that's that's where we're in the so show me world of 
of technology and transportation by showing everybody how what the future looks like. Very true. Do you all have any upcoming events that viewers can attend or want to know more about? Yes, we well one is that we always welcome people at the IATL. Anybody wants to, you know, see the future of transportation in action, you know, come come right here. We we be very open and very inviting. Obviously, COVID's been a big challenge for us, and that's why we've you know stood up a broadcast studio here. The other big event that we have coming up is in May, where the an international organization called the 5GAA, the 5G Automotive Association, is hosting their North American conference here in Alfreda. We're assuming now that COVID is abated sufficiently for us to all get to finally get together in person, <laughs> which has been a big challenge. But and that's where we're bringing the world to Alpharetta to see all this technology practice and to show how we'll how we're leading the the, the world into a, a safer and better place. And then, how can viewers get in contact with Applied Information or ITL to kind of set up a tour or get more information? What, what's what's best is is to get hold of us through our website. There's contact. On, on our website, it's theiatl.com. Google the IATL and you'll you'll see us here in Alpharetta. Drop us a note, and Bill and Karen and our and our team here will will get in contact with you and arrange whatever you do, whether it be an evening event, folks want to see what this technology looks like, or an afternoon or individual visits or whatever the case may be. We we're very open. We. We love showing, showing people what we do, and, and it's important, though, that before anybody comes, is to take a preemptive Advil. The reason being is you will have a headache by the time you left, because we're so passionate and enthusiastic about it, that you may as well get a head start on sipping from a fire hose, and before you come, no, I'm just joking, but you can see how passionate and, and welcoming we are. Oh, perfect. So I'll make sure to link a, leave a link to your website in our description box below so that users and viewers can just, you know, quickly go and check you guys out. And so is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience today? I think you can tell from my gray hair that, that I've been doing this for, for a while. Um, if I left people with anything, it's both this, the, the scary and reassuring thought of this. If you think the pace of change is fast now, you think everything's changing. How am I going to keep up? Everything's changing so fast. Well, the pace of change is the slowest it's going to be for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So fasten your seatbelts. It's only going to get, get faster. But change is not something to be scared of. We naturally, we built to be apprehensive about change. Mm-hmm. But change is, and the technologies and the, the wireless technologies are, are leading to a fundamentally better, more equitable, safer reduction in violence. Or by every metric, the world is getting better. You don't watch, don't read the newspapers, or don't watch the the television because they they earn their clicks and their advertising by scaring you to death. But mm-hmm. by every metric, the world is improving, and technology is playing a fundamental role of that. So, to any extent, I can. Encourage people to come and experience electric, connected, and autonomous. Not so scary. The future is great, and I'm thrilled to be playing a part of it. Such a great 
lasting thought to wrap up yet another episode of Thrive, y'all. Brian, we want to thank you so much for your time and for all the great resources that you shared. Again, we'll make sure to leave links in our description box below if you or any other viewer would like any more information about the IATL or applied information. For everyone else, we'll make sure to see you on our next episode of Thrive, y'all. Thank you and have a great day. Thank you.